opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Visibilities on a beautiful Friday evening in August. And I'm sorry that we didn't have an opportunity to meet last week, but I was, as many of you know, I was considerably under the weather. Two people have joined the meeting. I will, uh, I'm much better this week and we are doing very well. And I want to thank Larry for streaming us this evening and doing our podcast and give you a couple of quick announcements. Um, the ACB of Texas, check your email, especially if you're on conversation. Uh, the ACB of Texas has an auction coming up in their convention, and so does the AC, uh, Oklahoma Council of the Blind. Theirs is in September, but um, Texas is the, I think the auction is the 20th, and the convention is the uh, 24th, I think it is, to the 27th something i i had an announcement written out and it seemed to go off into cyberspace somewhere uh but we will have some a lot of other announcements next week and that will include a whole string of programming that we have lined up for the fall uh especially in september and I think you'll all find a lot of things that you'll be interested in. And so without any further ado, I am going to introduce Shub Mattel, our speaker for this evening. And welcome to Visibilities. Hi, Terry. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. And so tell us a little bit about where this idea came from and how you first came up with this great system. Yeah, yeah. So I've been um, researching smart glasses for over three years now. And when I first started, I, I believe that smart glasses are going to be the future of how everybody is going to use technology uh, just because of how helpful it is to people. Um, but I, in university, actually, I um, was, so my background's in computer science and I had a friend uh, who was a classmate and he also studied computer science with me and he was blind and you know I, he was a much better programmer than I was and so I say this all the time where I would be complaining about school assignments and like the actual work we had to do and he would he would breeze through that but he'd be complaining about going to the grocery store by himself and taking notes in class and getting from class to class and things like that and I realized that this is a problem that smart glasses can solve right now uh, and so I decided, like, I wanted to go and build a product for my friend. Um, but what was shocking to me is, so I, I'm fully sighted, and so I'm new to the accessibility space at the time I was. And so I looked at the products that were in the space currently, and I realized, like, everything in the space was just really expensive, bulky. It didn't have, like, a ton of features. And 
And yet people were so interested in this smart glasses technology. And so I realized like we have the opportunity to change this where we can make smart glasses that are high quality, that do a lot um, and that are affordable. And you certainly seem to have come up with that. That's one of the um, very interesting things I thought of of your system is the pricing system for it. I know when you say it was expensive, I remember back a number of years ago when things on this idea came out and they started at $10,000. Know? Yeah. And, um, but you know, you have a totally different uh, marketing system, uh, pricing system for it. Uh, and do you want to just give people a bit of an idea of how that works? Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to reduce the the upfront barrier to getting smart glasses because so far it's been really interesting where we've been getting so much, um, like so many people have been coming up to me and just saying like how interested they are in smart glasses, how much things they can help them. And yet I see so few people in the space actually wearing smart glasses. Like it's such a, it's been such a niche technology so far where it's just a small fraction of the blindness population that's actually using smart glasses. And I think one of the reasons for that is this huge upfront cost that this technology has and that just creates this barrier where it's very few people that can even afford it. And so we wanted to remove this barrier. And so we switched to a subscription model. So that means is the glasses cost just a hundred dollars upfront. And then every month it'll be $50 a month. Uh, and the other thing that let us do is incentivize us. It, it, first of all, it incentivizes us to make sure that the product actually is helpful to you because a lot of people get just assistive technology in general. And um, they'll spend a ton of money and they'll get it. And a couple months later, it'll just be collecting dust. And so if that happens to us, our company will go under, right? Like if you're not getting value out of it every month, we will just not survive. Um, the other thing it lets us do is continue to upgrade our software and our hardware. Like a lot of the products, again, in the industry, it's you'll release a product and it'll just be in the market for five, 10 plus years. And so you're just old, using old technology, which is really unfortunate because Technology is improving a lot nowadays. And so we have the ability where we can keep upgrading the software and the hardware. And whenever we upgrade the software, it'll just automatically update on your phone. And whenever we update the hardware, we'll ship you a new pair of the glasses and you'll get that for free. Ah, so you'll, you, you, you will actually send out a new pair. Yeah. And now explain something, if you would. Mm-hmm. The overall use of the glasses. Does one, I know it, you use an app for it, as I understand it. And yeah. now, do you need to be using the app while you're using the glasses? Or is that, um, I guess what I'm asking is, is, do you have to walk around with your iPhone around your neck in order to use the glasses? <laughs> no, well, I mean, the whole benefit of, using glasses is that it's hands-free that is the entire reason why, why someone would want smart glasses and so we're um where so yeah it, it connects to your phone where we use bluetooth and wi-fi so it's wireless and it'll connect to your phone uh and then we're working to make it to have background processing where you don't have to have the app open you can just have your phone in your pocket and use the glasses yeah okay that's i th- you know i just think that's good on a safety measure, uh, you know, from a safety perspective, um, yeah. especially in 
some of the metropolitan areas. Yeah, I mean, and not to mention, like, if you're holding a cane or guide dog, then it's just. Yeah, you don't. You get enough. You get enough things to do with your, <laughs> with only two hands. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. And now, will this eventually, or does it now, or will it eventually? Um, I'm trying to be sure what the term. Let's call it tie in for now. Um, with AI, with uh, artificial intelligence. Yeah, and we already do that. So um, we've integrated with, we, we our goal is to integrate with a lot of different apps out there on the market already. So, so far we are using the same AI as seeing AI on the glasses. So right now on the glasses, you can read text, you can detect objects, it'll describe your environment. Uh, we also, but a big learning for us has been that it's not enough to just give people general information about the text. Like for example, if you're reading, like let's say, a lot of people use their glasses right now to read their mail. Uh, but if you're reading like a bank statement with the glasses, it's going to be this like five minutes of talking to just read this entire document. And I know that for like sighted people, they're not reading the entire document. They're not reading the entire menu. You skim over things. You look at just what you want to mm-hmm. read. Um, and so we integrated with a smart assistant where now we have people that so this is like a real case. This someone two days ago told me they use the glasses to read a bank statement. And they asked like, how, like, who is this from? How much do I owe? Like, give me a summary, things like that, where in about two, one, two minutes, they got an idea of what the document is about. Uh, and so that's much more useful. The other thing we did is, and that, that idea can be applied to a lot of different things. Same with object detection. You know, it's, it's not enough to just say, okay, here's a car. Here's a plant, things like that. Like we want to have it be specific. So we had it um, car detection where it'll tell you the make and model of a car in front of you. So if you want to, if you order an Uber and you want to know what car you have to get into, you can use the glasses. Uh, one of our users is a gardener. And so we added plant detection where it'll tell you the species of a plant. Uh, oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and this stuff is like, the thing is, we're not... Like I said, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. So that took us a day. It, it took us one day to add plant detection to the glasses because we just found uh, like an online model that did it and we added it to the glasses. All right. So if I had a pair of the glasses and you added that to it, I could just go to um, your website, for instance, and, up, and uh, do an update. No, so it the uh, because it's a phone it's app. It's already pushed it, through. Yeah, yeah. Like we we update our app. Uh, lately it's been a lot. Like in the past two three weeks, it's been three times a week on average. Uh, so it's been wow. like a lot. Uh, but it'll just update in the background on your phone. So like you don't even you don't have to do anything. It's just you open the app one day and you'll have new features. Ah, okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to give people the opportunity, please. If you have questions, don't hesitate to raise your hand and we'll be glad to recognize you. Um, I think there are plenty that are going to be doing that, including. Yeah. And actually, I just want to point out. um, Sure. I I think um, I don't know if it's the same Rob Turner, but Rob, Rob, there is a Rob Turner that has our glasses. (laughs) I don't know the same one. Um, So. I mean, he might be able to talk a bit more about it. And like the and the other thing that I want to point out is there's a lot of amazing things that we're going to be doing. Like we're 
I'm going to add more object detection and we're going to make it easier to use the glasses. Like right now we have a voice assistant on the glasses where you can use commands instead of pressing buttons on the app, but we're going to continue to make that better. And like there's definitely right now we're beta testing with glasses and there's definitely a lot of bugs and things that we're constantly clearing up. Um, so like I, I've just been incredibly like we've only been able to do what we can do because of support from the community and people like Rob Turner who are so generously like helping us test these glasses. And that's why we're updating softness because we know we have so many things to improve on. So, yeah. As a matter of fact, you see second hand raised on this call right now. <laughs> <laughs> is Rob. Um, one of the things that really impressed me about it is the is the sleekness of mm -hmm. the glasses that it you know who really wants to walk around with essentially a half a helmet on um that yeah. kind of thing and these these are much less obtrusive um you could be I, to me you can be using this um <laughs> I, I don't want to say secretly i don't mean that at all <laughs> but looking much much less like you just landed from mars um <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, hundred percent. I mean, we we want to make glasses that people actually want to wear. Like, I, I again, I say this all the time too. But it's, it's such a myth that people with vision loss don't care what they look like. Like, obviously, that's not the case. Um, and yet we make assistive technology that makes people stand out so much. And so, um, yeah, that that's been a huge part of our goal as well. All right. Well, how about taking a few questions? We have four hands raised at this point. And um, so I'm sure that there are people have far more questions than I do at this point. Um, Christy Smith, if you want to unmute, you can. There you are. Hello. Thank you, Terry. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for hosting this wonderful event. I have uh, never heard of this technology before, and I'm very excited to learn more. And I'm um, really pleased you're able to. Uh, organize this and honored to be joined by our guest. Um, I wanted to ask sort of, since I've never encountered this before, sort of, um, can you describe this uh, technology for someone who has, has not had a chance to be hands-on with it? Um, you know, is this similar to a bioptic? Is this similar to some of the other uh, sort of AR glasses on the market, like the X-Real or the Rokid. Um, and then if we wanted to find a demo, uh, how would we do that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, um, that's a great question. Uh, it's not AR glasses. So there's no display on the glasses. And that's one of the ways that we can keep it more affordable is that we're fully audio based. Um, so we have a camera in the middle of the glasses and uh, mic and speaker on the glasses and they look very similar to just normal sunglasses and um I, and actually when you talk about the demo we can do a demo right now actually for the glasses just so people have a better idea of what the using glasses is like so um let's see here so like i, I have a i have a desk plant beside me um so we can try out the plant detection for example so on the like on the glasses if i just click uh object detection it'll take a photo and then i can route the audio through the glasses or through the phone and so i just did it through the phone two objects found plant laptop plant is of type rubber bush 
yeah so it told me that there's a plant in the laptop in front of me which there is and then specifically the species of the plant um and then same with reading text so for example there's a giant like business document in front of me uh and it's incredibly long and so i can ask like give me a short summary and right now this is just i'm typing this into the app but this is something we're going to update and have as a voice assistant i think in the next week is uh even because uh-uh. you can just talk to the glasses right uh so now if i hold the document and click ask a question again it'll take a photo and it'll give me something Positivity is a fitness startup that offers a subscription product called the Passport, allowing customers to attend 10 fitness classes at New York Studios over a month for $49. While the product has been successful in generating revenue, fitness studios have been unhappy because few customers return to their studios after purchasing the Passport. The founders are debating whether to make incremental improvements or try a completely different approach. Yeah. That's a short summary. That's that's a short summary of something that's like six pay paragraphs long. So um, instead of having to read the whole thing, it was this uh case about a uh, gym membership company that I was learning about. So that was just a bit about what the glasses can do. I don't know if that um helped Christy understand uh more about the glasses. Yes, thank you very much. Thanks for calling in, Christy. Uh, Rob. Yeah, hello. It is Rob Turner Shub. You're absolutely right. <laughs> hey, Rob. Yeah, hello. Uh, I've had the glasses a little less than a couple of weeks, and it took me a little while to, it's taking a little while to get up and running. The first thing I had to do was learn how my iPhone hotspot works, because that's the wireless network, uh, essentially, that I would be using. And, um, you know, so far I've been, I've, I'm able to get it to take a picture and different things, but uh, I'm still not getting the feedback. So I've, <laughs> I've got a little more work to do, but uh, I think this is a great uh, endeavor uh, that you've embarked upon. And uh, I hope I can continue to learn and, uh, and, and uh, get, you know, get access to the new features and so forth. But uh Anyway, and I'll, I'll work with you uh, maybe next week, uh, Shub, and if we just maybe get a, a couple of tips. Uh, yeah. The only thing I wish I'd like to see is just a little more documentation mm-hmm. uh, at, at some point. But uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, thanks, Rob. And that's, I mean, it's, it's great having people like you stick by us as we um, go and fix these issues because we noticed that, like, so there's a couple of things you mentioned. One with Hotspot. Yeah, right now you connect the glasses and it, purely works your phone's hotspot um but we know that like we can make it work through the wi-fi so right now another thing we're working on is to automatically switch between your home wi-fi and your hotspot and your office wi-fi where you know if you're most of the time you're home and so if you turn on the glasses you don't want to go and manually have to turn on your hotspot and that also takes a battery um so we're making it so that it works with your home wi-fi uh and then yeah we also noticed that on certain like with certain phones it seems like there's bugs and things like that. So those are just things that we work through where like you yeah. see with, with my phone, with, I, the majority of people it's fine, but there are definitely a couple of cases and it's not just Rob. There are a couple of cases where we know that there's bugs. And so those are just things we're working through. 
And it was kind of interesting when I when I connected to my home Wi-Fi and I try to do some of these things, it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem to connect. So I don't know if there's something about my home network. But anyway, these are some yeah. things we can we can talk about next week, maybe, maybe Shub and uh get some ideas. But uh Yeah, even this weekend, Bob, if you're free, we'd love to chat. And this is something as well we do with our videos is like we're talking to like everyone who has the glasses multiple times a week, like we're just constantly talking to get this sort of feedback so that we actually know um, where we can improve and just help people through problems that they might face. But yeah, Rob, if you're free this weekend, we'd love to chat. Okay, thank you. Sounds great. like great customer service to me, which is something yeah. you don't find very often these days. <laughs> but uh, sounds like you're doing a good job of that. I, I would say it's the opposite. Like I'm, we're calling people whether they want to talk or not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit above, but yeah. Edward Cohen, good evening. You can unmute. There you are. Hey, um, my weather radio is going off in the background, so I hope it's not too loud. Uh, we got some emergency thunderstorms, but. Um, oh, dear. Yeah, I don't know how I managed to miss it. I must have cir circulated the exhibit hall a dozen times that over a convention. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, um, no, Edward, we were right at the front. My loss. My <laughs> loss. Um, well, you've already answered some of my questions. Um, I, I was wondering about the uh, image on the uh, lenses, but you said it's it's all strictly audio. Mm -hmm. um, and you mentioned about customer support, and the fellow asked about documentations. I'm trying to think of what questions I had that haven't been answered. Um, so I'm not so great with my phone, with my iPhone. So how much fiddling around would I have to do uh, with it? And then I guess something about the speaker. Is it loud enough that if I'm out somewhere, everyone else is going to hear it and hear me uh, telling it to take picture and so on? Yeah. So, um, yeah, like a big thing we're working on, again, Rob can tell you about this, is making it easier to connect because right now it is um you have to know how to use your phone and go through settings and uh, all that stuff um but we're going to make this easier where all it is is if you if you know how to use voiceover um, yes. where it's just like operating any other app and like i said uh goal is you don't use the phone right the goal is you have glasses and you can talk to oh all right. Well, thanks, Edward. And if you come you. up with any other questions, we're here for a while. <laughs> uh, Jane Perry. Hello. This is fascinating. Thank you. This is Jane Perry, and I live on Cape Cod. My questions are, can you go over the cost again? And how can we find you? And people who don't have electronic information to get you, can you do you have a telephone number? Those are my questions. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So the pricing was um it's a hundred dollars up front, and then we're gonna ship you the glasses in it it, it depends on when people are ordering because we still have a wait list, but if you order now it'll be sometime uh mid-fall. Um and you can do that through our website. And then once you get the glasses, the first month's free, and then after that it's fifty dollars every month. Uh so you can order the glasses through our website, which is uh celeste.co. So that's S E L E S T E dot C O. Or you can call me at 403 891 1209. 
Uh, I'm just going to put this information in the chat as well. So if you don't. Okay. Great. To... Thank you. It's going to be a while because uh, I just want to wait, but I really am really intrigued about this because uh, I've lost practically all my vision now. So, and I do a lot of, uh, a lot of things and I want to be as independent as possible. Thank you. Yeah. No, thanks Jane. And um, yeah, no worries. Like stay in touch. Well, if you go on our website and, Sign up for our mailing list and we'll just send you emails as well. Just keep you updated on new features we're adding and new things we're doing. Um, and yeah, for people that are interested, I believe we have a bit less than 40 glasses left uh, for deposit. So if you're interested, right. it's there. And I'll put my email as well in case anyone has. Well, I will check out your website. At least I have the info. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, Jane. And Kathy Casey, if you want to, uh, you are unmuted. Great. Oh, good evening. Um, thank you for coming on and uh, hosting this. I saw this on the email and I went, oh, I got to get on there tonight. Um, no. The question I have yeah. is the, the glasses themselves, the lenses, are they clear or are they sunglasses? Can you see through the lenses at all? Um, I have a little bit of vision in one eye, so I would like to be able to use them. So if I see a sign, and then I, you know, if I see something that I could ask it to read the sign that I'm in front of. Yeah. So with the tent, we have a clear and tinted version. So if, um, if you can get either one, depending on what you want, you can also go, uh, some people want transitions, like if they have light sensitivity and they want it to be clear indoors and then uh, tinted outdoors, they can go. Once they get the glasses, just go to an optometrist and they would just uh, they can put um, transition lenses into the glasses for you. So that's an option. Uh, and yeah, with reading signs, absolutely. We have uh, users that use it to read signs and they say it works great for that. So absolutely. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be really cool. And then just, you know, because um, I'm le well, legally blind, obviously, but um, nearsighted. So. If I see something in the distance, I'll say, you know, is so-and-so or, or is uh, is there anybody, are there any seats available? If you're in a room, are there any seats available in the room? Something like that. Would it be able to detect that? Yeah, you know, um, that's, that's interesting question. you mentioned that. There's actually a, I believe in the University in, uh, of Colorado, they're doing research they're doing a research project where they're working on exactly that like if you're in a cafeteria or like things like that it'll tell you what where the open seats are so we haven't integrated on something like that but i'm definitely keeping a pulse on how that research is going and how that technology is evolving and then we can hopefully add that as soon as possible so yeah okay one more question i won't hog it you said there was a hundred dollar deposit basically and then you said it was 62 dollars a month is that did I hear that correctly? 50, 50 USD a month. Oh, okay. Five zero. You just now, saved yourself twelve dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> I did. Oh. <laughs> uh, now is that so that doesn't go towards the cost of the glasses, it just that's the your payment or subscription, so to speak, correct? Yeah, I mean it it's a bit of both. Like for us that $50 also helps pay off the hardware because that 100 upfront isn't enough. But um, 
yeah, it, it's both things. And it also pays off the hardware for the future versions of the glasses we release. So, you know. Okay. I was not able to make the convention, but I saw that and I said, oh, man, I want to want to see those. So, all right. Uh, thank you very much. I, that uh, helps. Thank you. Thanks, Kathy. Area code 502. You can unmute. There you are. Hi, this hi Terry. This is Terry Turlaw. And I have a question. Can the Celeste glasses do continuous video so that if I'm walking down a street and I'm looking with the buildings on my left and I look to the left, can it read signs that I pass? Are you saying with the AI or the, uh, like a volunteer? No, no, no. If I'm walking, I'm, I'm walking down the street mm-hmm. with a cane or guide dog. And if I'm looking to the left and the buildings are on my left, is there a continuous video feature that would let this thing continually read any print it sees like on signs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a um, continuous AI mode on the glasses where it's just constantly reading all of the text that it sees. So, yeah. Oh That's, my god. Okay. Yeah, and and, and you do that with um objects and stuff as well. So like as you move around, I'll tell you the cars and trees and people and all that wow. stuff. Okay. Can you tell me um if I were walking down a long a corridor, I'm thinking of the convention hotel that we were in, <laughs> and there are uh cor- corridors, wide corridors that branch off to the left or right. If I'm looking in that direction, can it recognize here is a branching corridor. Can you be the last part again? Here's a what corridor? Yeah, a br- like if I'm walking down the, you know, the main east-west hall at the convention hotel that we were in, mm-hmm. and I come to, I'm passing a corridor that goes off to the right. Mm-hmm. And I'm, if I'm looking to the right, will the glasses be able to recognize that I'm passing a, a, a corridor opening? I see. Yeah. So we have something called scene description on the glasses, which is uh, is the same AI technology as the seeing AI scene description. So, for example, if you look to the right and, and it was an open corridor, uh, the glasses would say, like, here is a hallway with like. Oh, chairs. my God. OK. Uh, Where, what is your website and how do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> that, I got to do this right it. now. <laughs> I do. Oh, do I point. ever mean it? Yeah. Okay. I've well, been, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say I've been trying various head mounts for my iPhone and uh, to do this very same thing, and so far they keep falling off my head. So I'm ready. It's <laughs> so interesting. What kind of head mounts? Um, just ones you can get from Amazon that are made out of stretchy rubber elastic stuff. So like, but so like I won't, I'm not recommending them. Pardon? Yeah, you put the phone on the head mount, and then if you use something like Envision um, software, then you get some of this. But uh, yeah. don't don't hold your breath on head mounts. I have not found one yet that works. Um, no. So no. please tell me how do I sign up for <laughs> the your quest? 
probably come. Yeah, so we have, um, I, I put in the chat. I don't know if people can. Uh... You know, we we almost never use the chat. Okay. Yeah. So it's probably it's better very... just to say it again. <laughs> yeah. I also wonder if after this, you can send an email to everyone with some information. Uh, that might be the easiest as well. Or she can actually go to Celeste.co and. Oh, just, okay. Or, Celeste.co. Or Terry, you could include it in an email when you send out That's your true. next. That's true. I will, I will include it in an mm -hmm. email when I send it out. Absolutely. Good point, Larry. Um, but if somebody wants to get in touch with them directly, I was just thinking at least if she has the website, she can see what's there and, um, right. Thank you. Yeah. connect from yeah. there so as well. S-E-L-E-S-T-E dot C-O. Diane yeah. Hums. Hi. Hi, Terry. Hi. There Hi, everybody. Hi. Um, my question is, okay, let's say your phone's in the other room and you go in the kitchen, you get in the refrigerator and you want to see what a package is. Can you do that? So, in other words, you don't have your phone exactly with you. It's in the other room. So, can you read with your glasses what the package is, you know, without your phone being with you? Yeah, yeah. So, you would be able to. Like, we we need to do more testing on the range. Like, we've tested it before where we have um, the phone glasses and they're about uh, 10, 15 meters apart and it's still working. But I don't want to hold it to that. Like, it'll depend, like, how many... Like, it's not, we have to do more testing because I it might depend on, like, if you have walls in between and how big your house is and stuff like that. But, yeah, it doesn't need to be directly in your pocket. Um, we also need to test if that's that's true for video calling. Video calling needs much more data transfer. So maybe for AI, it's fine, but for video calling, it won't be. So we we need to do testing for that. Um, but, yeah, uh, we have this on, and like, the glasses work with both Android and iOS, but... Right now, just on Android, if you you can use the buttons on the glasses to take a photo and you can have the audio come out of the glasses. On iOS, uh, we're updating that in the next two weeks. <laughs> That's also for Rob. <laughs> I want to mention that. We're in the next two weeks. Um, you'll be able to use the buttons on the glasses themselves and audio through the glasses. And so, yeah, you don't need to have the phone always with you. Oh, okay. All right, thanks. Yeah. I'm beginning to feel like you must think you're... Um in one of these congressional hearings or something with so many questions, but I think it's wonderful that people are asking so many and great. getting yeah. the information exactly what they want and what they need. Edward, he came back with another question, I think. Back again, and the darn thing is still screaming upstairs. Um, are the glass lens tinted? And when I'm trying to find the door to leave the room, how is it going to help me do that? Yeah, so the glasses come in tinted or clear. So you can have either one or you can go to an optometrist and get transitions in if that's what you want. Uh, and for a door, we have um, scene description where, to be honest, it's not, um, you know, this is a feature we could implement pretty easily, which is like find a door or something like that, where you can actually look around and it'll tell you when it sees a door. That's something we could add. But the way it work right now is you have scene description. Uh, so you press a button and, or you have this in continuous mode where it's constantly describing your environment. So it describe like, hey, like there's a door in front of you or there's a staircase or whatever. Um, and so just constantly describe everything for you as you're walking around. So that's what you could do right now. And does it work from the other direction if I'm on the street and I'm looking for the entry door to the building or the door handle? 
see the tough thing that is um the way scene description works is like it worked well for the hallway example where you're kind of right next to it but when you're trying to find a door and you're using scene descriptions it's really tough because there's so many things around you so we don't have like specific for something like that you need like specifically door directions uh or like being able to find an object like a door um so right now it probably wouldn't work well because you'd have to be pretty much in front of the door already for it to say there's a door in front of you uh that's not to say this is something we can't add uh, like i said we something we can add is like being able to find specific objects like doors or chairs or markers or whatever else uh, the other thing that we're working on that's a bit farther away is um specific navigation so like you know google maps will tell you you've arrived at a place when really you're about 30 feet away and you don't know where which building it is or which door it is and so being able to bridge that gap and give you directions for the last 30 feet uh is something we want to do as well that is a bit farther away that we will to add that but yeah that's something we could do as well um, could you repeat again on the issue of the lenses? I didn't hear it. I heard you say transition. So you get a choice of whether it's clear or transition or, or what? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So you get the choice of clear or tinted. So you can uh, just let me know, like, if you want clear or tinted, do uh, you specify that on the website when you're ordering and we'll give you clear tinted. Yes, Terry. And then if you wanted the the transitional ones. You could go to an optometrist and get those lenses put in if you wanted to do something like that. Thanks, Edward. Oh, and then do send out the. Uh, I will be sending it out. I will. I'll put something out. Um, I, I I have a list of people who I send out specifically on visibilities. Anybody wants to join that list, just send me an email at visibilities five zero at gmail dot com. And other than that, I'll put something out on ACB Conversation or someplace like that. Um, Sri. Yeah. Roy, hey, Shab. Thank Shri. you. Hey, Hi. Hey, um, quick question. Um, first, I'm looking forward to getting my glasses. But the second question I had is, um, when you scan that document, how did you do it? And did you hear the corners being, uh, did you get an audible alert telling you that the, it saw the corners? And did you use the glasses to take the picture or did you use the phone to take the picture? Yeah. So in that case, uh, like I mentioned right now to use uh, the smart assistant, you have to do it through the app. Uh, this is something in the next one, two weeks are changing where you can just talk and it'll be a voice command. So you don't have to type out a message. Um, and then we don't have the corner detection. And ideally, I don't want to add corner detection. like. Ideally, you don't have to worry about that, right? Like we have a camera in the middle of the glasses. If you just hold the document in front of you, whatever's natural and take a picture, it should get the whole thing. Like we have a wide field of view on the glasses. That shouldn't be a problem. Um, you know, I, again, this is stuff we have to get feedback on. Maybe if it is a problem, we'll add that. But um, right now it hasn't been an issue that people have brought up. All right, thanks. Thank you. Uh, Carla Hayes, if you want to unmute. Yes, um, very interesting discussion. Unfortunately, I missed the first few minutes of this. Um, but I, I, I think you answered my one question. That was that it works with cellular data as opposed to Wi-Fi. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So it works with <laughs> cellular data um, right now, and then we're get we're getting it to also work with Wi-Fi. But if you want to use cellular data, one hundred percent, you can do that. 
Okay, and then the other question I did have was, um, and maybe I missed, maybe it was something in the beginning that I missed because I, I didn't realize this call was happening tonight. Um, but um, my question is, um, how um what how does the is there training for it um how does training work if if somebody were to get these glasses and thank you very much for this presentation by the way yeah no worries thanks mary um yeah you know like rob was saying we don't have a ton of like it's not like this big um pamphlet that we're sending on how to use the glasses what I want to do, like what we have right now is when you download the app, it goes through this onboarding process or like the setup process where it'll tell you like here, like uh, this is what you press to turn the glasses on. This is what you press to use AI. Uh, this is how you like turn on Bluetooth. Um, and it's this guided uh, setup process where like, for example, turn on Bluetooth. We don't let you move to the next step until we know that you've turned it on. So it's, it's easy. It's harder for people to get lost because if you're just watching like a YouTube video or you're, you know, um, taking instructions off a piece of paper, you might get lost. You don't know if you're following the right steps. So if you do through the app, we can make sure that you're doing the right steps. Um, and then at, at our stage right now, like we'll get on a call with every single person and help them if they have any issues or uh, anything like that. So that's also uh, not a big deal. But yeah, we're constantly working to make that set of process easier. Okay, thank you. Um, Scott Marshall. Mr. 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 Technology himself. <laughs> oh, hardly. <laughs> Good evening. Hey, I uh, have and Sri and many other friends. Uh, I too am anxiously awaiting my glasses, uh Shub. And uh I what concerns me though, and I I think you may have started to answer this question, and I'm glad you're sensitive on the question of how to take a picture and make it good enough to be usable. I have one of the expensive pairs of smart glasses on my desk in front of me that I'm not using to great advantage because I find it so difficult to actually focus and get a document scanned or uh, and and have the results good enough to even and and the glasses do offer the feature that that now with AI that I could interrogate the uh, the glasses and ask questions about the document. I've never been able to do that because the original scan wasn't good enough. Mm, yeah, um, I'm wondering, uh, and I, and I realize there's loads of variables: lighting, too much light, not enough light distance from the page, uh, and, you know, that, that, that are beyond, you know, control sometimes, or that you can't anticipate always, I guess. But I'm wondering, the question, uh, bottom line is, um, I'm sure you've thought about this, and uh, I'm wondering how you, you plan to address getting people who aren't used to taking pictures with a camera uh, to take a, a good enough picture to make the, the glasses usable. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I've heard this from other people 
that have other smart glasses as well. I mean, even at the conference, there's I saw one person wearing another pair of smart glasses. They were interested in getting her glasses and they were interested simply because we have a camera in the middle. Like yeah, just, that's a big advantage, it seems to me. Go ahead. Yeah, and I didn't realize that. Like it just seemed like the obvious thing to do. And then I realized, oh, this is actually something unique. Um and so yeah, the, the camera's in the middle where like like I said, the best way to uh, create a product and like have it be useful is to have to avoid training altogether, right? Like if you can yeah. make the product easy to use where you don't even need training, that's the ideal. It's not to have good training, it's to have it so it's just so intuitive. You don't need training. And that's what we're trying to do with this is I like it's okay if you don't know how to line things up properly. And if it's annoying for you to use seeing eye on your phone or do you have to line it up with a camera on the side of your face like that's like fine that's great that's why you should use our glasses so you can just naturally um have paper of that problem like people have uh, there's a lot of things on the glasses and that hasn't been one of them is um okay that after the whole document or that's hard to see there's one thing that we can improve on, which is the camera the higher than eyes have to hold up a document maybe a little bit higher than normal. So those are things that some people have mentioned, but it's very small stuff. You know? Great. Uh, thanks. Uh, you know, the connectivity is a little bad here, and I missed some of what you just said. But I'm I, I'm glad you're on top of it and look forward to uh, using the glasses when you when you ship them. Yeah, no worries. I was just saying, Scott, that you have to you might have to hold things a bit higher because the camera is above where your eyes are. So if you're look used to like looking ah. at something, that might be an issue. But um, like, like I said, it hasn't been too too big of an issue. So you you move your head up then as opposed to down. If you're holding the document out in front of you, no, the opposite. You uh, tilt your head down a little bit, and uh, uh, it's okay. very like it's very little. Like I said, for most things, it's fine. Maybe for reading, like a giant document top to bottom, you might have to do that. Okay. But yeah, it's a pretty small thing. Okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Scott. And yeah, I'm excited for you and Sri to get your guys uh, get your glasses. When Jason was on the call too, and he's the one that actually saw them in, in July that told me about them. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think he left actually. He had to go, he had another commitment or something. But yeah, looking forward to it. I appreciate it. Yeah, great. Thanks, Scott. All right, Scott. Katie Friedman, good evening. Hi, good evening. Um, I love these black frames. Um, do they come in like sizes small medium and large or is it like one size is supposed to fit all yeah no we don't have different sizes uh on the glasses and we and it's just the black frames as well um and that's why like it's nice to go to conferences where we can demo it to make sure it fits because uh, there are like some people if you have a very small face then potentially it might be too big um but that's also why, like, if you get the glasses and you notice that's a problem, A, like, we'll refund it to you and you can just send it back. But also, it has been, like, one size fits all. And for most people, it fits fine. Okay. Yeah. I have a, a technical kind of question. 
what size is it? <laughs> oh, I actually don't know like the centimeters or inches off the top of my head. Um, how about? I'll I'll write you. Yeah, actually, if you do that, that would be great. Uh, I actually don't know if we have that on the website either, but I'm gonna um, update that on the website on the after this call. So for anybody else, if they're interested, it'll be on our website, like the actual dimensions of the glasses. Okay, so I I'm on the website right now, and I clicked on the glasses, and it goes nowhere. Uh, so it looks just like just a regular landing page, and and it it doesn't. So when I yeah, it doesn't. The, the glasses link isn't working. Yeah, what what page are you on? I'm on your home page. Mm -hmm. And then if you click order now from our is that what you clicked from our home page? The order now button? No, on the on the top it has contact, um, connect with us, and then it has your logo, and then it has the glasses. And I clicked on the glasses and nothing happens. Hmm. That's weird. I'm on our I'm on our website right now. And when I click on the glasses, it takes me to the glasses page. Maybe uh, I'm already on the glasses page. Maybe, maybe, the, yeah, maybe the top is always the same. So maybe if you look down, uh, does talk about the glasses, it should say smart glasses, hundred dollars. Does it give you all that information? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's the glasses page. So you can uh, fill in the text box of why you want the glasses and then click the pre-order button. You can go through the flow. Okay. Oh, I see. I see what. Okay. The regular homepage is unlock opportunity. Got it. Okay. Yeah. One more question. And that's because um, you were talking about that the doctor, the optometrist can put in the transition lenses. So, um, what kind of material are the frames made out of? Uh, it's a type of plastic, just like normal glasses. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll write. Thank you very much. I think that this is um very interesting and, and I'm I really like the the concept of the technology and um I've been meaning to connect with you guys anyway. So thank you very, very much. And Terry, thank you for offering this tonight. Thank you for joining us, Katie. Yeah, thanks, Katie. Actually, one thing about the material as well is um another thing is we've tried to make the glasses very durable. So like when people at the conference ask like how durable it is and stuff, I just I just tell them to drop it like on the spot, just like drop it on the floor. Cause like we've tested a lot where we just drop it from like 10 feet high onto the floor. We drop it like outside. Uh like if you're dropping on concrete, you know, it'll get scratched up, but nothing crazy will happen. It'll continue to work. Um it looks like safety glasses, and that would be polycarbonate. So that was why I was interested. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this could be a polycarbonate type of material, which would make it like almost indestructible. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I'd go that far, but okay. um, I'll actually look, I'll get back to you with the exact uh, material. I don't know the type of plastic it is. Okay, but... not a problem. Thank you very much. Thanks. That's Katie's bailiwick. That's Katie's career. So she's the <laughs> one that would know all of that kind of thing. Yeah, maybe she all can right. We have um, what material? We more, yeah, we've got two more hands, and that's about all we're going to have time for, I think, because we're at five minutes of. Um, Kathy Casey, you can unmute. Hey, Shab. Hey, Steve. Uh, question: Can we buy uh, the clear lens if we bought the sunglasses lens? Just the lens itself. 
Sorry, could you just repeat that again? I think cut out a bit. My question is, if we bought the glasses with the tinted lens, can we also buy just the clear lens if we wanted to? Like buy just the lenses part? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's... That should be fine. Um, if you just send me an email, that would be great, just so I um, know. But because like, it's not a big deal for us. Like it's it's not a problem to ship them both, but um, we don't normally do it. So I will definitely forget if um, I don't make it special for you. I don't know. I was just more curious, like, can people buy, they want to buy, you know, let's say they got the, the tinted lens and now they want clear lenses. Can they get them? Oh, um, yeah, no, it's fine. Like, I'll, I'll give it to you for free. Like, I'm not worried about that. It's, um, I guess shipping's the only thing. You know, something I was thinking about was actually just including clear and tinted in every package. Mm-hmm. Like, clear and tinted in every package. And I don't have to worry about managing who wants clear, who wants tinted, whatever. The only thing is it's some people don't know how to pop out the lenses in and out. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it was a big, like... Like, there's a learning curve to it. Like, optometrists are really good at popping lenses in and out, but it's tough for people to figure out sometimes. That's the only issue that some people might not be easily able to pop them out. And And the part that goes from the year. Having them fall out. Um, All right. Thank you. Kathy Casey, you are unmuted now. All right. Thank you. Sorry, Terry. My my mute button decided to hide. Uh, Okay. Uh, My quick question which i believe you you almost answered uh if for some reason someone was to purchase the glasses and they didn't work out to their satisfaction um can they be returned yeah so when you get the glasses the first month's free uh so that's the time that you can go test it out and see if it's a good fit for you uh and if you don't think it is then you can return it afterwards and it's completely free to do that we I do say like um, that that hundred dollars is not refundable, just because like we're like paying for shipping and everything to give you uh, the hardware on the glasses. Um, but I will say like, at least at this stage, you know, in the future we will have more clear like return policies, and it's like in each case what the what you're gonna do. But at this stage, if you just email me and you say like, hey, like the glasses are just too big and it's not gonna fit in my face like i'll i'll refund the hundred dollars as well like we're incredibly flexible right now so yeah all right thank you very much appreciate thank all you uh, agnes if you can do 30 seconds literally yes that's all you've got <laughs> that's fine can people who have the blind shell phones use these glasses with that phone no unfortunately we don't okay. uh work with that one yet so it's just ios and android okay thank you much and thanks for this program. Thanks. Thanks, uh, Agnes. I want to thank you, Chev, for being with us tonight. I think that you must be a little wiped out. I know he was a little concerned that we would never last an hour. And I think we could keep going even <laughs> at this point. Um, it's, it's This call has been busier than the exhibit hall can be sometimes, I think. But, and I thank you all for that. Uh, one very quick announcement for anyone. Um, Katie reminded me of it. And that is next week. Anyone that usually listens to Let's Talk Low Vision, it's going to be on Thursday night on Table Talk Thursday instead because of the ACB board meeting. And we're going to oh. have and we're going to have um 
Richard Rowetta, Katie Frederick, and Laurie Schaff on to talk about the American Printing House's new Connect program. And I just wanted you to know that next week, come back here. I'm going to have a lot of new announcements for you uh, concerning visibilities for the next few months, over the next couple of months. And then we will not be meeting on the 25th because it's our 50th wedding anniversary. And somebody I know just might be having some other plans for us. And but we'll be back the following week with Labor Day, our, our annual Labor Day party. So I want to thank you all for joining me tonight. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Chubb. And have a great week, one and all. Just remember, you're you're we we're all vi- visually impaired seniors, but we all have lots of abilities. <laughs>